to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. We are thankful and grateful for this moment. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, for your grace, and for your mercy. We pray, Lord, that your word will be our guide. Give us of your spirit to lead us and to guide us into all truth. And now, Lord, we ask that you minister to our hearts. Give us hearts that are prepared for the seed of your word, that they will bring forth fruits in their seasons. We are grateful, we are thankful for a wonderful opportunity in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Now, clap your hands together for the Lord and please be seated. And we want to look at our scripture of the week quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 10. It says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Hallelujah. Now, this is, this is a statement that Paul made when he was given a thorn in the flesh and to buffet him. And the Bible says he prayed and prayed and prayed about it, but it didn't go away. You know, we, are, we have seen this season of pandemic going on for almost a year now. You know, in a few months, I think even at this point, if we are looking at when the virus first entered this land, it's a year already. Do you understand? So I would say it's a year already and we have prayed and prayed and prayed about it and it's still with us. It has not gone and it is still with us and we are not going to let it overcome us. Paul said he prayed concerning this infirmity. You know, it has done so much, this virus. But Paul said, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. You see, look at the things that are listed here. He takes pleasure in infirmities in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. You see, none, I mean, I don't think there's anything we are going through that is not listed here. Do you understand? But as Christians, we are to take pleasure in them because we know that when we are weak, we are made strong through Christ. Now we are not taking pleasure in them just in ourselves, because we cannot handle it. But he says, I take pleasure in them for Christ's sake. Amen. For Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Hallelujah. Amen. So you cannot take pleasure in any of this on your own Amen. and be strengthened. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. That is why we need God more and more more and more as we see persecutions, as we see distresses, as we see reproaches, as we see necessities and distresses, 
will take pleasure in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So I want us to say the scripture together as a church. One, two, three, go. Second Corinthians 12, 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Second Corinthians 12, 10. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Wonderful. Were you saying it? Or you were saying it in your head? For ye. Some of you are saying it in your head. Mercy. <laughs> Mercy. The word of God ought to be spoken. Do you understand? Amen. It ought to be spoken. The enemy ought to hear it from you. That though you are going through persecutions, you are taking pleasure. Amen. You have some necessities, some needs. You are going through distresses. You are going through lockdown. You are going through all kinds of challenges. But you take pleasure for Christ's sake. And Amen. when you feel weak, God is strengthening you just Amen. because you are taking pleasure in him. Hallelujah. Amen. And I see God strengthening us. God is I making us strong it. in this pandemic. Jesus. God is making us strong in health, strong Amen. in the spirit, strong in the physical body in this Amen. pandemic. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we want to continue our message that we began sharing from last week Preach. about 12 steps to 100% answered, answered prayer. prayer. Amen. 12 steps Preach. to 100% answered prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week we began sharing and we say that God is in the business of answering all of our prayers. That is yeah. what God wants to do. God yeah. wants to answer your prayers. God wants to answer my prayers. We read a scripture in Matthew chapter 21 and verse 22. And it says, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask. How? In prayer. Believing, ye shall receive. Hallelujah. Amen. All things, all things, whatsoever ye shall ask. You see? So you realize that all the things that you need, that you want, you Amen. ought to ask in prayer. Amen. Okay? So the, the, the key to receiving all things that you need, whatsoever you need, is to ask in prayer and then believing. Amen. Wow. Now, many people don't like to pray. So I don't know how you are going to receive the things that you need. By complaining. Mercy. You understand? I don't know how, if you, are you going to work hard for the things you need? Forgive. You have realized that working hard for all these years have not benefited you. True. Amen. And I've also realized that health, we can't work hard for health. So if you are, you want health, you want strength, you have to ask in prayer and Amen. believing, Amen. then you shall receive. Amen. Amen. So God is really in the business of answering our prayers. Amen. And when we ask, the Bible says, we shall receive answers. We shall. It says, then shall thou call and the Lord shall answer. He shall answer. God Amen. shall answer. Hallelujah. Amen. 
It says in Luke 11, 9, it says, And I say unto you, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. If you ask, it shall be given you. If you seek, you shall find. And if you knock, it shall be opened unto you. I tell you, God is in the business of answering our prayer. But you and I have noticed that there are certain things that we have asked from God and we have not received. Certain things that we have sought and we have not found. Hallelujah. Certain things that we have knocked at and it has not been opened unto us. And that is why we are searching to find what it needs, what it takes to receive 100% that each time you pray, God will grant you the desire or God will grant you answers. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Because there are, as you have learned already, how many of you were with us last week? How many of you realize that there are certain things we need to do to receive 100% answered prayers? Do you see? And that is why we are learning. So last week, we began by learning the first steps. We say the first step to 100% answered prayer is learn how to pray yourself without needing anyone else to pray for you. Learn how to pray yourself. Do you see? And we learn that prayer is not an easy thing. Prayer is not an easy thing. And so just as it is hard for you, so is it hard for everyone. It is not easy for anyone to rise up at dawn to pray. It's not easy. The human flesh desires that you sleep in the dawn hours. That is a human flesh. That is what it will like to do. I mean, anyone who rises up to pray at dawn makes it an effort. You make certain effort. It does not come naturally that you know you rise up and you are praying. You make an effort. Sometimes you set an alarm. Isn't that so? Oh, yeah. Because if you don't set an alarm, the flesh will disappoint you. Forgive. You wake up when the flesh is ready to wake up and they are sharing the grace. <laughs> and then you say, ah. You see, have you not, have you not experienced that before? <laughs> that is what the flesh <laughs> would like to do. That is what the flesh would like to do. So it is not easy for anyone so if you are going to depend on someone to pray for you, then you are not going to receive prayers. You cannot guarantee that someone will pray for you. Hallelujah. You cannot guarantee that someone is going to lay down, a sleep, sacrifice his sleep, and pray for you. You can't guarantee that. If it happens, it's a bonus. But one thing that you can guarantee is yourself, that you will rise up to pray. That you can guarantee and you can guarantee that if you don't rise up to pray, you have not asked of God, and therefore you will not receive, mm. or you shall not receive. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, so you if you are not praying, just accept it that you are not receiving anything. True. Amen. No door is opening. <laughs> and if someone rises up to pray for you, then it's a bonus. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17 and verse 5, it says, this is what the Lord says. Listen, Mm. Jeremiah 17 and verse 5. Jeremiah 17 and verse 5. It says, that saith the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Do you see? The Lord says, cursed be the man that trusted in man. You are cursed if your trust is in man. Mercy. 
and make it flesh his arm. That means you mm. make man your strength. Forgive. Do you see? That means you are depending on another man's strength to rise up to pray for you. You are cursed. Mm. You see. are at a loss. Forgive. <laughs> Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So you cannot trust in another person to pray for you. So you ought to make a decision that in 2021, you are going to pray for yourself. Amen. You are not going to pray for the prayer. You are not going to depend on the prayer warriors. Look, when we have prayer meetings and at dawn, we see how many people are on the line praying. Many of the prayer warriors are sleeping. I'm telling you. <laughs> You see, they are called prayer warriors. Do you know what that means? It means they, they, they go to war in prayer. They are like soldiers of prayer and they are ready. You see what I'm telling you? So you see, you can depend on prayer warriors. They are not praying. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot subject my ministry to prayer warriors who don't pray. Mercy. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Yes. Because they don't pray. They do not pray. If you like, if you like, come on the dumb prayer meeting and see. And see how many of them are on the prayer line. They are gone. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So learn to pray for yourself. The second step to 100% answer prayer is pray to your heavenly father and not to anyone else. Amen. Amen. Pray to your heavenly father. So always call on the father as you are praying. Call on the father in heaven as you are praying. So change the way you pray and call on your heavenly father. Hallelujah. Whatever you need, call on the heavenly father. And these things that we are learning, we are learning from the son of God who came from heaven. Who sits by the right hand side of the father and he hears when men pray. And he sees who people receive answers. So he's the one that came and told us. And he says, when we pray, we should call upon the heavenly father. Amen. Amen. And he said, in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Don't ask of me. Ask the heavenly father. Mm. Amen. Don't pray to some handmaiden. Don't pray to through Mary. Mary is not the one who answers our prayers. It is the heavenly father who answers our prayer. Hallelujah. And Amen. we shared a lot on that. So if you are not with us, go and listen to the message. I believe you, if you missed service, you must have listened to this message before coming today. We said, we, we said a lot of things on these points. The third point, we said... The third step to 100% answered prayer is pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. When you pray, pray in the name of Jesus. You are asking the heavenly father of things you need in the name of Jesus. And this is what Jesus taught us. He said, verily, verily, John 16, 23. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask, the Father in my name, in my name, he will give it to you. He will give Amen. it to you. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father. Amen. So ask the Father in the name of Jesus. We are learning prayer secrets. 200% answered prayer. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And so we are reading the Bible. All of these things are in the Bible. In the Bible. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. There's power in the name of Jesus, and we Amen. ought to use it. There is such power in his name. And so when we are praying, and he says, when we throw his name across like that, it brings answers. Do you understand? When you throw his name across, it brings answers. So always remember, when you are praying, pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name Amen. of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And then number four, we said the fourth step to 100% answered prayer is confess your sins. Confess your sins. You mm. need to genuinely confess your sins. Genuinely. Don't let the confession of sins be some form of a foreplay to prayer. It is a serious part of your prayer, a very serious part of your prayer, because your sins shortens the hand of God and it seals his ears that he does not hear your prayers. So it is a very important step in your prayers. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So genuinely from your heart, confess your sins. Cry unto the Lord that this moment purify me, sanctify me, cleanse me. Make me whole. Make me worthy of your presence. Hallelujah. Amen. That your hand be not shut. That your ears be not sealed from my prayers. That your eyes be not closed unto me. Amen. Cleanse me. Whatever it takes to pray that prayer, pray it. That God will cleanse you. God will purify you. God will make you whole. God will Amen. make you closer to him that your Amen. prayers will come to the heavens. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. You are preaching. Today we want to continue and the fifth step to 100% answered prayer is abide in Christ. Amen. Abide in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. John 15 and verse 7. John 15 and verse 7. Abide in Christ. The fifth, the fifth step to 100% answered prayer is abide in Christ. John 15, verse 7. It says, if ye abide in me, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, mm. and it shall be done unto you. Amen. Wow. You see, so we are taking all these secret things that Jesus mentioned, all these powerful statements about prayer that Jesus mentioned, and we are using them to bring us 100% answered prayer. You see, so it says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Mm. That means you shall pray about what you want and it shall be given you mm. or it shall be done for you. Mm. So abiding in Christ is an important key to receiving any type of response from the Lord. Amen. Any type of response, abiding in Christ. Amen. Now, if you don't stay in any house, if you don't stay in the house, you don't expect God to answer your prayers also. At all. So Jesus says, abide in me. So a hundred percent answered prayer is for people who stay in Christ and in his church, who abide in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. 
who Amen. abide in him. Now, to abide in Christ means things are trying to move you away from Christ. Mm. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. Things are trying to move you away from Christ. Many things are forcing you to move away from Christ. The difficulty preaching. of us now gathering and coming together is even an effort to move you away from Christ. Mm. And it says that if you abide, if you abide, that means if you overcome the things that are trying to move you away and you mm. abide, then you shall ask whatever you will and it shall be done unto you. Hallelujah. Mm. When you wander away from God, you become like the prodigal son. When you move away from God, you become like the prodigal son. You become far away from your father who is in heaven. You become far away from the father whom you are praying to. Mm. Hallelujah. The prodigal son did not stay in the house of God or Mm. the house of his father. And so he was far away from him. He moved out and lived in a far country. Many people have moved far away from God during this pandemic. Mercy. Many people. True. true. And it's sad. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So it it, it is a time that is really proving. It is a proving time what type of Christian you are. Mm. Seriously, this pandemic is a proving time. That's and true. it's showing what the kinds of Christians that we are. That are we Christians for convenience? Mercy. Are we Christians because it, is, it was just nice for us to be together? Are we Christians because you see your friends? Now, it is proving what your personal relationship is with Christ. And the Father answers prayers, or the Father gives to those who abide in Him. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, please. At this moment, the type of church that we have right now, it gives you no reason to abide. No, or to not abide. It gives you no reason. You can join the church wherever you are. Even if you travel to certain places, you can still join the church. Amen. It is the most convenient way of joining the church. But you see, it is proven really a type of Christian that you are. Mercy. Amen. Amen. So it's not even the convenience of us gathering. It's not the convenience of someone gives you a right. Mm. It is a type of Christian that you are. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. It is a type of Christian that you are. Some of the, some people just have nice dresses and nice suits and they don't have anywhere to go to with them. And the church becomes a nice place to show, display. Because, I mean, look, seriously, we feel good when we dress up. I mean, some of you, the reason why you, by all means, within the pandemic, you are still going to parties is because you, I mean, you are tired of staying home with your nice clothes. Yeah, true. I mean, who likes to dress and then stay home and nobody sees to give you all the compliments that you are hungry for? Your expensive makeup, you are wasting them. You see, after church, then you have to wash it. Amen. You have your nice, look at, I'm looking at some of the women, their nice hair. I mean, we can see them. Your beautiful hair, we can see them. 
You see, and we can only see on that is why some of the men too they have left their hair, they don't even cut their hair anymore. <laughs> so what is the use Mercy of cutting my hair? Nobody sees it. We see my money at the barber. So instead of now every week or every two weeks, now you are doing it monthly. Every other month, we think we don't know. We know. We know. We know. Reverend, corona, corona. So if you have gone to cut your hair and you went to work and all okay. the people are giving you compliments, you will come to church the Sunday. You will come to church on Sunday. True. You want in person. So people will see how nice your hair has become, how nice the dress you put is, how nice. And this is the convenience. This is to our convenience. Hmm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are preaching powerfully. But some of you who really understand, who the real Christians, you see that even on Zoom, they put on their nice dresses, they put on their nice clothes, even still to come to church. Amen. That is the real Christian. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Right now, if I put, if you, if I, I say, oh, everyone, let's look at, some of you are wearing pajamas in the bottom. You <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> hey, true or not true? <laughs> yeah. Why is she? <laughs> Some of you are wearing pajamas in a button. <laughs> Where are they? So Where we are they? ought to abide. What is moving us away? We ought to abide. And I'm showing you that all these efforts that we make, the father says, it shows we are abiding. And when we abide, he answers our prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. This prodigal son, he moved far away from the father. He moved far away. And the, we are saying, we are seeing here that he fellowship with halots when he moved mm. away. He Mercy. was fellowshipping with halots. He was eating with pigs. Mercy. Wow. Moving away from the father's house. The only help he could get was from pigs. Mm. Wow. Mm. So he asked the pigs for some of their food. And the pigs were the ones who had compassion because the Bible says, no man gave unto him. No man. Wow. no man gave unto him. So the pigs had compassion on him and they shared their food with him. You are preaching. He was eating pig's food. Mm. And even if his father had wanted to, he couldn't have given him anything. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? you are teaching. So I'm yes. showing you that even if God wants to answer your prayers, he can't because this possible. is God is a principal God and his words, he will not change it because of you. He will not change his doctrine, his words because of you. What he has Amen. said in his word, that is what he will do. He is not Amen. a man that he will lie. He's not a man or he's not a man who comes from a country who'd be, whose name begin with a G or an N that he will change the rule for you. You know, when I it see. comes to family member, he will change it for you. They, when it comes to this person, he will change. He's not like that. True. Preach. He's not like that. At all. And because of your traditions, you think God is also like that. that oh, it's because of the pandemic. So God should understand. God does not understand. His word is still <laughs> the same. That if Amen. ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what he will, and it shall be done unto you. That is his word. It will not change because you say, I don't know technology. I mean, who knows technology? I mean, were you born with technology? <laughs> I was born before. 
some of you your skills is that you cannot you can't you don't know how to use this zoom so we have made it so simple easy you see you know how to turn on is all these funny videos that they sent to you <laughs> you know that all you do is click the link and then you are watching the video and so we have made it like that because you know that one so we send you a link and we say just click the link and you are in the church and you say you don't know how to do it you don't know how to put your finger on the link to join it shows the type of christian you are so this prodigal son you even if god his father wanted to give him food he couldn't have because he is too far from him true are you understand what i'm sharing with you yes he's too far from him so the prodigal son ended up in the custody of a man who put him to work with swine you are teaching and that is what happens when we move away from the father we end up in the custody of wicked bosses wicked supervisors okay. we are at the mercy of some wicked supervisor not writing you up so you keep your job we are at the mercy of some wicked um agency keeping your job and not giving to another woman or another person mercy but when we abide in the house when we abide in the father if you say i want to stay in this job for the next 5 years he says he will give it to you amen. he will give it to you amen your will according to your will hallelujah amen so when you don't stay in the house you end up with the pigs perhaps you as we are sharing this message you realize that you are being far from god already mm. and you need help you need him to help you and you see that god is not able to because his doctrine is his doctrine hallelujah so it is time to come back it is time to come amen. back amen. staying in fellowship is an important key to receiving the blessings of the lord amen amen, amen. when you are in that state you see when you are in that state like the prodigal son you feel it's normal True. you feel it's normal when you are in that state and you are living far away you feel it is normal mm. the prodigal son felt it was normal mm. he lived there for a while and he felt it was normal it, he felt that it is a stage in life where now i have to eat with the pigs Mercy. he felt it was a stage in life where now he has to beg mm. and you feel it is normal i'm telling you when you move out of the father's house you feel things are normal the prodigal son felt like that until he came to his senses yeah partying was good partying was good are you understand what i'm sharing with you you are teaching until he came to his senses so until you come to your senses even what i'm sharing with you you think oh reverend is saying this is saying that is saying that but i'm praying that you will come to your senses Amen. you will come to your senses may the lord have mercy upon you and open your eyes to come Amen. to your senses perhaps Amen. what you are asking for the lord for that you have not received is because you have moved far away from his house mercy. i've moved far away from his house and you know it you know it true amen first john 1 verse 7 First John 1 verse 7. It says, if first John 1 and 7. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. 
Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Wow. Wow. This is very powerful. Too powerful. It says, if we walk in the light, right. as he is in the light, right. yeah. this is what is the result. Mm. Are you listening? Yes. It says, if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, then here is the result. What will happen is that we will find ourselves fellowshipping with one another. Amen. We have fellowship with one another. Mm. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Wow. When we have fellowship with one another. Wow. 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 So there are some people who think they can be good Christians without going to church. You are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. Preach on. There are some people who think that, you know, I mean, it's pandemic. Listen, I mean, I cannot be with, you are deceiving yourself. I'm telling you, you are deceiving yourself. You will realize that you are walking in darkness. Mercy. If you are walking in the light, the key is you will have fellowship with the brethren. You will have fellowship with others. And you will be in the light. Amen. And this is what the scripture is saying here. If you have fellowship with the brethren, what it shows is that you are in the light. Amen. Amen. There are some Amen. people, since we started this online service they have never they are always in the dark always in the dark <laughs> uh, who that <laughs> i'm telling you you see Prove when that. i'm sharing certain things with you you see you think oh reverend is the one he wants us to be on god is the one who is looking True. and he says the reason why you can't even join you can't even come on you can't even turn your light on is because you are in the dark you are in the dark you are not in the light mm. so as i've been calling the people in the dark the, the scripture is revealing to us the people in the dark are you understand i mean there are some people who are genuinely they are at certain places they can come but we know them you know that when they are not in certain places like work or things like that, they are with us. They are in fellowship. They are in the light. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So even as I'm sharing, the light of God is thrown in on them. Amen. There are some people, wherever they are, they, they still want to be a part of the fellowship. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are preaching. So are you in the darkness or you are in the light? Mm. You answer for yourself. If you are in the light, you will go to church. You will come to the service and you will fellowship with other Christians. That is what the scripture is saying. And it says that when we abide in him, his word will abide in us. Amen. And we will have fellowship when we are in the light. We will have fellowship with one another. Amen. 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 How can I have fellowship with you? You see me and I can see you. How can we have fellowship? It's called deception. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Right now, as I'm sharing, I am going through and I'm looking at people. I'm seeing how you look like, what you are doing, what you are, you know, whether you are smiling, you are angry, you are responding. But there are some people <laughs> I can't see. I cannot see. I've just gotten to a page where it is all dark. Mercy. I can't see a thing. <laughs> you understand what I'm sharing with you? Preach. And, you know, 
I mean, you know why you are in the dark. Forgive. Yeah, are you understand what I'm sharing with you? You know why you are in the dark. Because when we are in the dark, it means that where we are, it is not, it's not pleasant to show. Yeah, true, true, true. Isn't that true? That's very true. I mean, the main reason why people stay in the dark is because they are not pleasant to show. Yeah. <laughs> Preach on. Hallelujah. Amen. So I, I, I just went through pages of darkness, pages of darkness. Yeah, and my prayer <laughs> is that the light of God will shine on you. The light of God will shine on you. Amen. May the Lord deliver you. If you are not at work, Amen. may the Lord deliver you from the dark. Amen. Hallelujah. The Amen. dark of your comforter. You know, yes, in the comforter, the dark of your pillow. You know, lying Kabbalah, on your pillow Kabbalah, in, for service. <laughs> I mean, what kind of fellowship is that? I have dressed up. Look at me. I'm wearing my suit and my tie, and I have dressed up. I'm standing, beginning of the service. I've been standing. You come and just sit and let's receive. You can't. You have to be in bed. And a pillow. Are you a pillow seller? Some people are eating right now. May the Lord forgive you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, I can see in the dark. I can now I can see through the dark. Hey, that there's food in your mouth. If you, if I am, if it is not true, turn it on right now. Just this moment, right now, and open your mouth. Let's see. Bring the, bring the evidence. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for coming in the light. God bless you. Wherever you are, come in the light. You see, God bless you for coming in the light. I'm waiting for others. I'm waiting. The Lord is delivering His people. Powerful. God bless all of you that the word of God has effect on you. That's your response. God bless Amen. all of you who just Amen. turn on the light. You have shamed the devil. You have really Amen. shamed the devil. And you have Amen. proven to the devil that the word of God works. God Amen. bless you. God bless Amen. you. Wonderful. Powerful. Amen. I am still in the page. I am waiting for all the others. <laughs> you don't worry. The ones who are in the light, I know that you are saved. You are in a good Amen. place. God bless all of you whose lights are turning on right now. Powerful. Amen. Let's continue on. The sixth step to 100% answered prayer Amen. is let the word of God abide in you. Amen. Let the word wow. of God abide, abide in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is important for God's word to be in you. It is important for the word of God to be in you. God does not do anything outside of his word. I'm telling you. You can never contradict God and say, look at what the Bible says and look at what God is doing. If it is not in the word, it is not done by God. I'm telling you, God does not do anything outside of his word. God's word will direct you in your relationship with him. His word will direct you. God's word directs you in prayer. Amen. Amen. How to relate with God is directed through his word. How to pray should be directed by the word of God. Hallelujah. God does not answer foolish prayers. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? There are certain prayers God does not answer. And so if you are praying a prayer that is not in the word, that is not in the scriptures, Understand that God does not answer such prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, 
I mean, there are certain prayers, you see, that God will answer. Even though it might sound to another person as foolish. But as long as it's not against his word, he will do it. True. So praying that your boss, for instance, your boss gets fired and you'll be promoted <laughs> into that position is a good prayer. I'm telling you, it's a good prayer because according to Psalm 75 verse 7, look at it. Psalm 75 verse 7. You see, if it is not in the word, don't pray it. Yeah, but if it's in the word, if it's in the word of God, then you should pray it. Psalm 75 verse 7. Look at what the Bible says. It says, but God is the judge. He put it down one and set it up another. Amen. Do you understand? So you can quote God's word and tell him, Lord, you are the judge, especially if your boss, you have a boss who is harassing you all the time. <laughs> you have someone who is always harassing you and the person is a boss over you. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? You go on your knees and he says, but God, you are the judge. And your word says, you put down one and you set up another. Therefore, Lord, put down Mrs. A and put down Mr. B and set me up. Amen. That's a good prayer. I said that is a good prayer. That is never Amen. a foolish prayer. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So let the word of God abide in you. If you want to get 100% answered prayers, let the word of God abide in you. Pray in the word. Pray in the word. You see, praying such prayers, for instance, that, oh, Lord, let this, um, let, let, let this marriage dissolve so that I will get a woman to marry. You know, that is a foolish prayer. God will not answer the prayer. Let this marriage dissolve so I get a man to marry. That is not a good prayer because the Bible says God hates divorce. Break it to God. You understand? He hates divorce. So that prayer is a foolish prayer. Dissolve is too soft. Break it. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Let me tell you, praying with the word of God is one key way of receiving answers to your prayer. Amen. Even Jesus in Luke chapter 40, chapter 4 and verse 18, he was quoting the scripture. He was quoting the scripture when he came to the church and then he says, he was quoting um, Isaiah 61 and verse 1. When he was quoting and he says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the word, to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. This was a scripture that he was using to preach and to claim the anointing upon his life. Amen. That is a good prayer. Very good prayer. That is a good prayer. The Bible says, as soon as he took the scriptures, he opened to this page. And he said, the spirit of the Lord God. Look at Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. You have read this. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Mm. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, mm. to set at liberty them that are bruised. So he is quoting what the word says. See. And so it's a good prayer. Amen. 
abide in the word. Abide, stay with the word. Stay. When you are lacking what to pray, you don't know what to pray, just open the scriptures. Mm. Open the scriptures mm. and read. Read the passage, understand it. And then use the passage to pray. That is a key. That is a key way of receiving answers to your prayer. Amen. If there is something that you need, ask God. Look in the scriptures and see what God has said about that thing before or what God has done about that thing before and pray that prayer. Amen. You are a woman, you are old, and you want a child. Pray the prayer, the same thing that the angel said about Sarah. Pray the prayer. Amen. Amen. You are a person who needs favor. Pray the prayer that God showed favor upon Esther. Mm. An orphan who didn't have anything, the favor of God was upon her. Don't Amen. think of Cinderella. You understand? <laughs> if you begin to think of Cinderella, that is not a good way of thinking. Okay. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? you that you're preaching. believing that the, the, the thing that happened to Cinderella can happen to you. How, how can that be? But pray the Esther prayer that as an orphan, the favor of God was upon her. Amen. One place that I like, look at um, Deuteronomy 33 and verse 13. Look at this. This is a prayer that everyone can pray. Elements will help you. De De mm. Deuteronomy 33 and verse 13. Look at that. It says, and of Joseph. Can we read the NIV? Perhaps it will be easier so that we can move on. The NIV says, about Joseph, he said, may the Lord bless his land with the precious dew from heaven above Amen. and with the Amen. deep waters that lie below. Do you see? So, I mean, this is the word of God. Mm. So you too, you can pray this prayer that may the Lord bless this land for me, where I am. May the Lord bless my land with the precious dew from heaven. So I can say this prayer over the land where me and my family are. And I pray mm. that may the Lord bless this land with the precious dew from heaven above Amen. and the deep waters that lie below. Let it be Amen. a blessing upon this household. I receive it. It's in the word. I'm quoting the scripture. And the next verse, the next verse, verse 14, move on. It says, and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun and for the precious things put forth by the moon. So every day the sun is shining. So Amen. we don't even know that there are precious fruits that bring forth by the sun. Mm, you see, and for things. precious things that come from the moon. So I can pray today, Lord, let the precious fruits that bring forth, that come forth from the sun, be upon me. Amen. Do you see? And let the precious things that the moon bring, that they come upon me. And it says, and for the chief things of the ancient mountains. So, I mean, where I am, there are mountains. They have been there for long time, ancient mountains. So if these mountains are around me, because when I stand someplace around my place, I can see some mountains also. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So if where you are, there are no mountains, look for some skyscrapers who are just <laughs> there. Uh, and you see, for the chief things of the ancient mountains and for the precious things of the lasting hills. Verse 16 is even, look at this. It says, and for the precious things of the earth 
and the fullness thereof, and for the goodwill of him that dwelt in the bush, let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. So this is a good prayer to pray that the blessings of God will come upon you. You say, let the blessings for, and for the precious things of the earth, the precious things of this earth and the fullness thereof and the goodwill, that is the favor of him that dwelt in the bush. The favor of him that dwelt in the bush, let the blessing come upon the head of, and you put your name there. Mm, amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You say, let the pressure, and he says, and the good will let the, stay there, stay there, please. Just stay yeah. in 16 for me. He said, let the blessing come upon the head of BB, for instance. You put your name there. Let the blessings, let the blessings come upon the head of Eugenia. You put your name there. Let the blessings come upon the head of Benjamin. Wow, that is a powerful, you see, Benjamin, there's a prayer in this chapter for Benjamin. It's even easy. So it's like direct to Benjamin. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And you are praying. So use the word of God. Quote the scriptures. You don't, if you cannot remember it, open to the scriptures, read it, and quote it in your prayer, or read it in your prayer to the Lord. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. If you are stealing, for instance, don't pray that you will never be caught. It's a foolish prayer. <laughs> One day for the thief. Everybody Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? <laughs> that you have taken something from the job, and as you are coming by the lobby through the security, you are praying that they don't stop you. That is a foolish prayer. Hide me, oh God. That is a foolish prayer. Amen. So Amen. praying with the scriptures, you pray the will of God. When you are praying with the scriptures, you are praying the will of God. It's Amen. easy to be in the will of God. And when you pray in the will of God, you receive answers. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That is yes, why yes. whatever we pray for at the end, we say, may your will be done. May your will be done. And so one easiest way to pray that the will of God be done is to pray with the scriptures. Amen. Pray with the scriptures. Beloved, learn to pray with the scriptures. That is why when we are praying, somebody leads and the person reads the scripture. And based on the scripture, we begin to pray so that we fall in the will of God. Amen. Hallelujah. First John chapter four, chapter five, first John chapter five and verse 14. First John five and verse 14. It says first John five and first John five and verse 14. It says, are you there? And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Mm. Do you see? So this is a key to use the scriptures. The scriptures are his will. They are his word. So it's a confidence that you can have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, and I'm showing you here that when you pray the scriptures, you are praying the will of God. You are praying the will of God. And for that, he will hear you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. The next one, the seventh step to 100% answered prayer is 
obey the commandments of the Lord. Obey the commandments of the Lord. Amen. First John 3, 22. 1 John 3 and verse 22. It says, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Why? Because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Amen. We do those things that are pleasing in his sight. When we do his commandment, when we do the things that he commands us, we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And as a result, he says, he, we receive of him whatsoever thing we ask. We receive whatsoever thing we ask. Hallelujah. Amen. So the scripture here is very clear. God answers prayers of people who obey him. If you are living a life of disobedience, God will not honor your prayers. Mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Or you don't understand. We do. You should understand. Yeah, we do. If you had a disobedient son who does not please you, will you always give him whatever he needs? No. No. If you have a disobedient child that is not obeying your commandments, sometimes it pains you to do some good things for them. Isn't that so? When you have a childhood, is a disobedient person, never obeys your commandment, you say, do this, he won't do it. Go to this school, he will go to that school. Anything you suggest, he wants to do the opposite. It pains you, it, it hurts you to even do him good. You are preaching. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So if you are like that, I want to tell you that God is also like that. Mm. God is also like that. God will not answer the prayers of those who disobey him. Yes. Those who do not honor him. Hallelujah. If God has yes. called you to the ministry, just obey. Amen. Just obey. If God wants you to do something, obey and do it. Quickly. Some of you, you fight the call of God. You yes. fight the commandments of God. Mm. Sometimes you are, you, you are praying and you receive certain commandments from God. Or sometimes you are even listening to a message and certain things come to you and you fight it. You throw it off. Yes. There are some of the messages that apply to you directly, direct, direct. And you know it, but you throw it off. Sometimes you even get angry. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Anytime you find yourself angry with the word of God, when we are preaching and we say, it's because of me, they are talking about me, they are talking about, you are, you are being disobedient. Because God has mm. shown you favor. Mm. And the spirit is ministering to you. Just obey and receive the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. As you are listening to me, perhaps God is calling you to be a missionary in Bolivia. Amen. You know, some of you, you have a desire to be a missionary. It is a call of God upon your life. Mm. It is a call of God upon your life. Mm. Amen. Amen. And your disobedience causes your prayers not to be answered. Some of you, yes. you know there's a desire in your heart. You have a desire to do the work of God. Mm. And you are running away from it. You know you are not putting in the effort. You know there's a call of God upon your life. And you are not obeying. Mm. You are allowing the, the things of this world to entangle you. 
And they said, the Bible says that no man can war a good warfare and allow, still allow the things of this world to, to be entangled in it. You cannot, you cannot. You can't serve two masters. And you know strongly, you know in your heart that the call of God is upon you. And I'm telling you, sometimes God is waiting, God is waiting patiently for you to answer the call. There are some of you who are listening to me right now. You have a call of God upon you to come to Ecuador, to, to be a missionary in Ecuador. You're a prophet. There's a call of God upon you. And you need to listen and obey. Listen and obey. Listen and obey. Hallelujah. Being obedient, it just brings answers. Answers to your prayers. Answers to your prayers. It is clear that God answered the prayers of righteous people. Become a righteous man and God will answer your prayers. Hallelujah. James chapter 5 and verse 16. James 5 and verse 16. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, 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 much. When you are a righteous person, your prayer brings a lot. Your prayers, being righteous. Amen. So, you know, there are some people, when we pray, when we preach the word of God, it comes directly to you, but you don't obey. You don't obey. There are some people who hear the word of God applied directly in your life, but you don't obey. Mm. But the Bible says that when you become righteous, when you obey the word of God, you see, sometimes you should just even let it be in your heart to obey. Let it be in your heart to obey. And that alone, it pleases God. And it says that such a person, when you pray, your prayers avail much. Your prayers avail much. Hallelujah. In John chapter 9 and verse 31, the Bible says that there's something that we know. It says, and we know. We know, we know that God does not listen to sinners. Do you see? It says, and we know that God heareth not sinners. Mm. So one of the things that God will not listen to your prayers is because you are a sinner. You are a sinner. And who is a sinner? A sinner is one who does not obey the commandments of God. Mm. You don't obey the commandments of God. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So even when you, you feel you are doing a right thing and it's not the commandment of God or it doesn't, it doesn't go with the scriptures, you are disobeying God. Mm. It is not in line with the scriptures. Sometimes you feel so strongly about something, but as long as it's not in line with the scriptures, don't do it. You don't do it. Amen. Amen. I want to give you one more for today. I love it. Are you seeing your prayers being answered? Yes. You want 100% answered prayers? Do these things and your mm. prayers will be answered. Mm. The eighth step to 100% answered prayer is be a fruitful bearing, a fruit bearing Christian. Amen. Be a fruit bearing Christian. Amen. Wow. Wow. You see, we are going into deeper things. Do you see? It's getting deep. Be a fruit-bearing Christian. And God will answer your prayer. Amen. John 15 and verse 16. 
How many of you want 100% answered prayers? Hey. You see, we all do. I also want 100% answered prayer. I mean, why do I want to waste my time to pray if it's not going to be answered? <laughs> and I don't want to pray and hope that it will be answered. Do you understand? That is not a good investment. True. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Because I want to know that when I'm losing these hours of sleep, I am praying fruitful prayers. Amen. When I'm spending this time to pray, I want to know that they are going to be received because if you don't pray, there are several other things you can do. Yeah. When I'm fasting, I want to know that I am fasting and praying and I'm going to receive answers. I don't want to hope that it will be answered. And so that's why I'm taking this point seriously. And here Jesus is showing us the key for answered prayers, 100%. Gina, are you understanding the scriptures? Yes. The key to 100% answered prayers. John 15 and verse 16. It says, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Amen. Amen. Do you see? Yes. I mean, this scripture is loaded. Very. We cannot, I think we have, you have heard us share the scripture in many, many occasions. And you have written exams on it. You have quoted them. You see? <laughs> and it says 15, 16, John 15, 16, you know it. Yeah. And here there's a great condition that when you do this, your prayers will be answered. And that you bear fruit, you bring forth fruit, and that your fruit shall remain. That your fruit shall remain. You have a task, beloved, to bring forth fruit and let your fruit remain. Mm -hmm. God has ordained you, God has chosen you to do this task. And He says, when you do this, this is His part that He will also play. He says that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in the name of Jesus. So you see, we have shared some important things. We have shared that we will pray to the Father directly. We have shared that there is power in the name of Jesus. You have these two conditions. And now Jesus, the same Jesus, is showing us that bring forth fruit and let your fruit remain. And then pray to the Father and then ask him in my name. You are yielding 100% answered prayer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is leading to 100% answered prayer. So God has linked this answered prayer to fruit bearing. Mm. And this is what the scripture is saying. The scripture proves that answered prayer is directly connected to the fruits that you bear or that you bring. Hallelujah. So if you are a born again Christian, the only reason why you are still alive and God has not called you to heaven is because he's expecting you to bring forth some fruit. Mm, amen. As somebody brought you into Christ, God is expecting that you will also bring someone into Christ. Amen. I mean, think of your life. You have never witnessed to one soul before. Bless not you. one. And you are always praying. Forget. You understand what I'm sharing with you? So look at, look at the contrast. You are always praying and you have never witnessed to a soul. 
And God is giving you a chance. God is giving you the chance to live, to bear fruit. God has not called you. Because, I mean, think about it. If you are born again, what else is here on earth that you need? What else is here on this earth that you need? That you work hard and get some food to eat? That work, work, work and get a place to sleep? I mean, do you enjoy it? Honestly, do you enjoy it? It's, it's not a good life. As I'm praying, as I'm preaching, some of you are sleeping. Uh, yeah, you're yawning, yeah. you are opening your mouth, you are sleeping, your eyes are closing, you are tired. I mean, is that what you want? Some people are even at work. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have work and work, you and, and truthfully, you will work until you die. True. Very few people retire and they are enjoying life. Very few people. A lot of people, as soon as they retire, they die. Nice. A lot of people. That is why a lot of people don't even like to retire. Do you know that? Many people don't want to retire. Many oh, people yes. retire and then they take part-time jobs. They take per diem and they say, oh, if I stay home, I'm going to be old. They are afraid to die. Nice. They think that working and working will keep them alive. So there is no ending to this. And God is keeping you alive through this pandemic. As many people have lost their life, God is keeping you alive. You think about it. Think about it. There are some people very close to you who pass. Some people who work with you who pass. Some people who were in the same office with you who have passed. And God is still keeping you alive. Why did you not get a virus? Why did you not die? Mm. Think about it. God is giving you a chance. To bring forth fruit. Bring forth fruit. That some fruit will be registered in your account. Amen. Because you are born again. The next thing that should happen to you is die and go to heaven. That is the best thing that should happen to us. Unless, of course, you don't believe that there is heaven and there is earth. There is hell. And if you don't believe it, then I'm not sure why you are here with us right now, this moment. Merci. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? After this service, go and check your bank account mm. and check how many years you have worked and see how much you have earned. You know, one day I, I look at my paychecks and the pay stuff. I mean, sometimes even if you look at the end of the year statement that they send you, it doesn't even give you the right picture properly. Because, but when you look at the paychecks that you have deposited in their bank accounts that have come in and come in and come in, then you know that really the money has really come into your hand. <laughs> and then you see how much of it is left. Then you realize that this life has no benefit. There's no benefit. And in the end, we die. How much of it do we take with us? How much of it have you, how much? There are some people, they are so rich. They are so rich that when they die, they buy the most expensive suit, put the most expensive jewelry because they want you to take something with you. Okay. <laughs> have you not seen that before? They buy the most expensive coffin hmm. and they build the most expensive um, what do you call tombstones? True. Because I mean, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to some cemetery. Sometimes when I drive by the 
Woodlawn Cemetery, I take a look at some of the most expensive tombstones because you can see some tombstones that this was a rich person. It's almost like a house. The man has something. <laughs> you see, and they're trying to give you something to take with you so that it is worth all the work that you work here on earth, but you can't take it with you. Mm. You can't take it with you. Mm. Even your skill, the, the thing that nobody could take away from you, that is in your brain. The wisdom, the ability to do things, your craftsmanship, mm. you know, your experience mm. that you have, you cannot even take with you. And sometimes God is giving you a chance. This experience, some of you, you have such skill. And God wants you to use that skill in his house. But you rather use that skill to earn fruits that you cannot take with you. Mercy. And those, those fruits, you, you, you are able to sacrifice, make sleepless sacrifice, travel, do hours, hours, hours of work to earn these fruits that you can't take anywhere. Mm. And God is saying, use these things to bring forth fruit in my house. Do something. Amen. There are some of you who don't do anything in the house of God. You don't mm. produce any fruits in the house of God. Mercy. And God is saying he's giving you chance upon chance. And when you do that, you are doing yourself a favor. You are doing yourself a favor that when you ask, you will receive. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you ask, you will receive. You, you have a place in heaven after you are born again. So you'll be better off that you will go, that you don't need anything here. Earthly treasures are transient and useless. Mm. I'm telling you, they are useless. You are building a house, it's useless. Some of us, we have built houses. I'm telling you, we have built houses that we, can, we don't live in. Mercy. You send money, send money, send money, and they build you a nice house. You don't live in. And you say, one day when you go, you are going to live in. I've never slept in that house before. Never, not once. <laughs> even when I travel to, when I travel, I sleep in my father's house, not even the house. Mm. And some, some, some person who doesn't, some person who is living in that, not even a relative, I'm telling you with the wife enjoying the house <laughs> giving birth <laughs> giving birth in the house these children growing in the house running around i mean it's unbelievable when i go i say lord look at this but jesse pick up are you understanding what i'm sharing with you look at this when you go you say that's my room here don't go there don't go there you find you leave you will go there he said, that's my room. That's, uh, that's our master bedroom. Never use this. Always clean it. Make sure it's clean. For what? He said, okay, master, I hear you. And then you leave. That's when they sleep. And as soon as you leave, he and his wife pack their bed and they go and sleep there. And when they hear you are coming, they move downstairs, wherever. They shine it for you. Come and sleep there. You can't even go and sleep there. Because even you are afraid that when you go and sleep there, some robbers, armed robbers will hear that you are in the house. They will come and rob you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Useless, useless treasures. Mm. <laughs> that is why I'm encouraging all of you. If you have something, build a house for God. 
It is a more fruitful treasure, a more fruitful treasure, everlasting treasure. Amen. You know why? Because people will be saved in that house and your name will be registered in the heavens. God will look favorably upon you. Wow, when you are dead and gone, and not some riffraff person will be living in the house and enjoying with his wife, but people will be blessed, people will be saved in that house. Wow, if I knew, ah, I could have built many churches for God with that. You know how much money that house spending? Bring this, and then you bring bring this, and then you bring this, bring this. Hey, a lot of money. I'm telling you, my own experience, I'm telling, I'm sharing with you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And then sometimes something breaks, and then the, the person who is living there, something has broken, and then they send you a message that something has broken. Come and fix it so I can enjoy it. And if you don't come and fix it, it's breaking more. Mercy. Wow. It's amazing. I tell you, that is why you need to build for God. I'm giving you this personal example to show you that it is useless. Earthly treasures, they are useless. They are useless. Therefore, if God has given you an ability, build something for God. Build something. Some of you, you are skilled. You are skilled in so many areas. Some of you, if you put in your skill, our Zoom service will be marvelous. You have skills. But sometimes we leave all the work upon some few people who are sacrificing for the work. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? At your job, they like you. They like, don't they like you? They like you. And you know why they like you? Why don't you do something in the house of God so that God will like you also? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This one thing that many Christians do not know is that God has linked bearing fruit to answering prayer, mm. bearing fruit to answering prayer. But many Christians don't care about winning souls and are praying every day for something they need from God. But he has linked answers, your answers to bearing fruit. To fruits. Amen. He has linked your answers to bearing fruit. God will be happy to answer the prayer of someone who bears fruit. What do you need from God? Ask yourself, what do I do for God? That's the first thing you should ask. And then what do you need from God? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Always ask, what am I contributing to God? God. When you go on your knees and you are praying to the Lord, ask, what am I contributing to God? And don't let this pandemic cut off your, your contribution. Don't let the pandemic cut off your contribution. There is so much you can do for God. Even inviting someone to come on this Zoom service is a fruit-bearing thing that will wow. link you to answered prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But we don't think of that. We don't even think of, we share all kinds of things with other people except yeah. sharing the word of God with others. Mercy. Can I have an amen? Amen. Don't you share your nice photographs with others on all kinds of social media platforms? 100%. Photographs. I mean, what fruit does it give you? I mean, showing your photographs. What fruit does it give you? The no, photograph that you show, let me, let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. You are saying that the photographs are nicer than you. 
That is why you show them. I'm telling you, whenever you take a photograph that you see that this photograph is nicer than me, you post it on Instagram or yeah. you post it on Facebook. It's like a enhance of your enhancement of yourself. Because you don't post every photograph. The ones that look really like you, you don't post them all. <laughs> so instead of selling your photograph that bring you nothing, except somebody's thumb to say that I give you thumbs up. Somebody's thumb. <laughs> what do you gain by somebody's thumb? And not even their own thumb. Some thumb that is on the computer already that they just click on it. Whether they are they are faithful with their hand thumb prints or not, they are just showing you their thumb. And you are happy. Instead of that, just post some word, post some message, post something on your platform and let somebody listen. Not every one of your followers will listen, but one person will listen and it will uplift that person. It will bring salvation to that person. And for that doing, the Bible calls it fruit bearing and that will cause somebody to remain in Christ and that will lead to answered prayer for you. Why don't you do that instead of just receiving all these thumbprints that people leave to you and you are happy. It doesn't bring you. These things wow. are earthly things, and you it will go away. They go away. How many thumbprints do you want? How many thumbs <laughs> that you want, or hand claps that you want? Forgive. People lie to you. They you you even some of the photographs that people say like like like. Sometimes you go back and you take them off because you don't like them. <laughs> then you realize that these were liars. They were liars. I didn't even notice that this thing was on the photograph. And when you notice, you take it off quickly. Have you not taken some photographs off before? Oh, a lot. A lot and what, those photographs, has somebody not given you a thumbs up on that? They are lies, I'm telling you. So do something fruitful for the Lord. Amen. And that will link to 100% answered prayer. Hallelujah. Clap Amen. your hands to the Lord. Wow. As you bring yourself to your place. Wow, wow. Stand to your yeah, place. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Do something. Do something. Do something in the church. Just don't sit there and be a spectator. There is no blessing in being a spectator or being a commentator. There's no blessing. No blessing. No blessing in being an observer in the house of God. You don't get blessed by being an observer. But you get blessed. There is blessing in doing something for God. There is blessing. 100% answered prayer are your blessings. When you are a Christian who bears fruit for the Lord. Become a Christian who bears fruit. Become a Christian who does something in the house of God. Something. Do something for God. You are praying about something. Just purpose to do something. Say a few words and do something for God. Just tell him what you need and just do something. He links what you need to what you are doing for him. And he says, it makes him answer your prayer. Father, we are thankful. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for 100% answered prayer. For great keys that are leading us to 100% answered prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you are leading and guiding us to pray special prayers. Prayers that yield 100% answers. We are grateful, Lord. We have prayed amiss. We didn't know all of these things. And we have asked for so many things that we have not received. But Lord, we always say you are a God that answers prayers. You are a God that hears us and you answer our prayers. 
today, Lord, we thank you for the keys that you have given us. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, I want to give everyone who is listening to me an opportunity. You are hearing me this afternoon and you are not born again. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. I'm giving you an opportunity to receive Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. If you want to give your life to Christ, I want you to say this prayer with me. Repeat this prayer with me. You want to be born again. Repeat this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I come to you just as I am. I come to you just as I am. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. From today, I will serve you. From today, I will serve you. The rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Sean. My God and King, to you alone I see. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful For message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom I platform see. with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.